Hi, welcome to Reasoned, the podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Minutes. I love the word creativity. It's defined as the act of turning new and imaginative ideas into reality, characterized by the ability to perceive the world in new ways, to find hidden patterns, and to make connections between seemingly unrelated phenomena. You see, creativity is a word that is most often used to describe artists and often dismissed as something one inherently has or doesn't have. Science argues that everyone is wired to create, but in different ways. Not everyone's meant to be an artist, but that doesn't mean that you are not creative. It would be easy to say that people simply have different amounts of creativity. However, I believe that some people are more in tune with their creative power than others. If that's the case, how does one tap into their creative power? Let's take a look at four areas you should consider if you're looking to strengthen your creative muscle. First, slow down and observe. Absorbing information around you is the fodder used for future creativity. When you're speaking, writing, or thinking of the next thing that you want to say or do, you're burning through creative reserves. And you may potentially miss a critical piece of information that could provide the best path forward. You see, people in tune with their creativity spend a great deal of time gathering all of the details around them. Generally, without a purpose, and they load all of that information into their respective toolkits for use later. So what might something like this look like? A sculptor may see different textures and add them to their physical toolkit for use on a project that hasn't even been conceived yet. A leader may take the time to evaluate, recognize, and empathize with others' emotions, known as emotional intelligence. This is a powerful tool of observation. By identifying emotional states of those around you, one is able to determine how best to interact with those people. A product manager might spend time reading articles, conducting informational interviews, and evaluating the product roadmap. Their ability to consume the information around them allows them to think critically. This ability to analyze parse through context, and gather facts will allow them to thoroughly understand the problems in front of them. So how can you improve your observation skills? Be present. It's easy to be super distracted with so much going on in the world around us. Whether you're in a meeting or a one-to-one conversation, ensure that you focus on the moment. This will allow you to take in the relevant information and will allow you to contribute in a more meaningful way. Just remember, consistently thinking about what you're going to say next while the other person is talking is not being present. Evaluate relevance. There are loose threads in the workplace that could be connected to create a better product, discover larger proficiencies, ensure duplication reduction, etc. Time spent through thinking about the details related to the bigger picture 
will allow you to find these loose threads. Big picture thinking will enable you to understand issues more thoroughly and will allow you to develop holistic solutions. Ask for feedback. Gathering information from other perspectives helps you to round out the information you're gathering. The act of evaluating feedback also allows you to confront biases in your thinking processes. You may even find the thread that you need to connect as it bubbles up with the information shared by others. Creative people are great observers and they catch details by using all of their senses. Many creative people spend time in simple observation as creativity is a product of taking in information to be used later. Next, make more time to shower. Millions of people find themselves with an epiphany in the car while driving or struck with brilliance while showering. This phenomenon is commonly referred to as a shower thought. They seemingly come out of nowhere and range from simple solutions to life-changing decisions. In the Netflix documentary, The Creative Brain, they spend time discussing the need for the brain to have time to just wander. Research has proved that daydreaming gives the brain time to stimulate connections in the information that you have gathered and provides insights you may not have considered previously. The brain is a pattern-finding powerhouse, especially when it's left to its own devices. So, how do you create more shower moments? First, you have to make the time. I've coached many professionals on creating thinking time by blocking the time on their schedule to take a stroll through the recesses of their mind. It can be helpful to add a mundane task to the time, such as casual reading, light exercise, gaming, throwing a ball at the wall while staring at the ceiling, crocheting, or something that doesn't require really focused thought. These kinds of tasks let your brain do what it does best, find patterns and create organization. The immediate reaction that I receive when I tell people to book thinking time is a fear that they are wasting time. An understandable thought in our high production mindset of most of our employees. A 2012 study suggested daydreaming can lead to sudden connections and insights, aka shower thoughts. This is because daydreaming involves a highly active brain state. So, yes, you could schedule time in front of a whiteboard. I mean, that feels like work, right? However, focused thought is generally counterintuitive to the thinking that sparks creativity. If it feels too much to book a full block of time, try taking five minutes here or there throughout the day to daydream instead. Once you have your epiphany, book whiteboarding time. This way, you can flesh it out properly. Next, flexibility is essential. You may find that your most creative moments happen in the middle of the night, or in the shower as previously stated, or in the morning before sunrise. Embrace the natural rhythms of your life 
to capitalize on the power of creativity. You may also find that you need to switch up your environment as well. This can be as simple as going outside, booking another room, or grabbing a coffee. If you're a people leader or a company looking to employ highly creative people, you may very well need to consider flexible working hours or office spaces. Flexibility is also crucial as you look to tackle a problem. Changing your view of the situation can dramatically change how you might attempt to solve the problem. Examples of this might include using a customer experience survey in addition to CRM data to determine what direction you may take to update the user interface. Making time to conduct a cross-functional journey mapping exercise to determine pain points and the potential impact of changes to the customer acquisition journey. Asking provocative questions to understand the impact of a program across teams outside of your area of influence. This will allow you to search for the loose threads before your implementation begins. Creative people are not quick to act. This does not mean that they can't work under timelines. Instead, they tend to take a moment to evaluate and question their initial thoughts before proceeding. Often, they shake things up, not for the desire of chaos, but to determine a creative solution or direction. Flexibility is improved as you broaden your horizons. This occurs through work and life experience, travel, reading, etc. Ensuring that you're considering multiple points of view is critical to creativity. You may not possess all of that experience yourself, but even if you do possess all of this experience, make sure that you surround yourself with diverse people. This act will ensure that you have a sounding board to work through creating diverse, interesting, and compelling solutions. Embrace risk and failure. Stephen Kotler wrote, Creatives fail, and the really good ones fail often. The chore of doing creative work is taking risks, but you have to have the resilience enough to get back up and try again. Those that have a mature, innovative skill set may even thrive in risk-taking behaviors personally and professionally. Presenting ideas that seem to veer right when everyone else is turning left, or feel awkward or unproven, or provide complicated answers to a seemingly insurmountable problem can be, well, terrifying. Using your network as a sounding board and ensuring that you use a collaborative process will ensure that the risk you are taking has safety nets in place. However, there is no doubt that it can still be quite unsettling as you step into new territory. The more risk you take, the easier it gets, especially when you find success. Failure, when you embrace it, can be very beneficial to the creative process. Sure, it's gonna sting, but it's not the pain of failure that's important, it's what you do after. It takes focused effort to change failure into opportunities. You accomplish this by assessing what went wrong, 
and coming up with creative ways to prevent the same mistake from happening again or improving the process overall. Examples of this might include a new marketing campaign that did not yield the results anticipated. In conducting a full analysis of the data, it was determined that the failure occurred due to confusing information on the shop's webpage. This provided an opportunity to reimagine the acquisition funnel. Simply blaming the campaign and moving to a new campaign approach may not have yielded better results given the acquisition funnel concerns. A newly launched social channel became overrun with racist commentary. In working to fix the problem through anti-toxicity software, the opportunity to join an anti-toxicity coalition presented itself. Simply removing the offensive post through moderation may have rid you of the current problem, but it does nothing to address the systematic problem or the reputation of the company. A psychology field called post-traumatic growth suggests that people can use failure and trauma to fuel creative growth. The research has found that trauma can help people grow in interpersonal relationships, personal strength, and seeing new possibilities. When failure occurs, embrace it. Determine what opportunities exist. Just be sure that you've taken a moment to heal. In choosing to do things differently, you will need to accept the possibility of uncertainty. However, it is precisely this risk that opens up the possibility of real innovation. As you push forward, be sure to get back up and try again. So in summary, creativity opens up opportunities in problem solving, achieving goals, and finding unlikely perspectives that push innovation further. Creativity is one of the most important characteristics of effective leaders as it fosters a successful and healthy workplace environment. The most important thing to remember is that creativity lives in all of us. To harness it, you'll need to practice observation, give your brain space to think, create flexibility in how you view a problem, and lastly, embrace risk. Following these simple guidelines, you'll be well on your way to harnessing your creativity. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, Sabrina Meditz, and this has been Reasoned, the podcast.